0: Broadcasting live from my mother's basement, I'm Simone Atacari, bringing you this, that, and everything. continues today for sergeant leroy fielding almost two weeks after sergeant fielding disappeared from his home in lower wren hill the hunt has become desperate we now go to bastion ackerman with more bastion
1: hello simone i'm standing on the corner of greenway and Falkston, mere blocks from where sergeant fielding was last seen on either side of me runs a tree-lined strip of row homes and small colonials. Residents ride by on bikes. A few houses down, a group of teenagers play basketball in a driveway. The only hints of the recent tragedy are the posters, which now paper the trees and lampposts of this seemingly placid street, each one bearing a picture of the missing sergeant. So far, there have been no reported sightings of Fielding, and rumors that he may have left home of his own accord remain unsubstantiated. Though Sergeant Fielding's family was unavailable to comment, his neighbors said he was friendly and outgoing and often played with the neighborhood children. Also, who are you? And get off my porch! The posters describe Sergeant Fielding, known simply as Sarge to those close to him, as a four-year-old German shepherd mix, with gray-brown fur and partially erect ears, last seen wearing a red collar. The family is now offering a reward of $500. Each of the posters ends with the same message, a simple plea for the sergeant's safe return. But with the days turning to weeks and no new information emerging, it is increasingly hard to hold out hope.
0: Thank you, Bastion. We are asking anyone with information about Sergeant Fielding's whereabouts to please contact his owners, Jenna and Robert Fielding. A new fad has exercise enthusiasts running backwards. According to proponents, reverse or retro running requires more energy and greater muscle control, making it a more effective exercise. You've got to confuse your muscles, said local devotee Angela Reed. Since it's not the way your legs are used to going, it keeps them from settling into a pattern and getting lazy. A number of scientific studies have lent credibility to these claims. Several studies also note that the motion of reverse running is less jarring than that of traditional running, and thus less stressful on joints. With such scientific backing, and in the wake of an endorsement by local TV personality Vivian Delonde, this trend has swept the community, with reverse joggers appearing from Chipperone all the way to North Fenton. Several injuries have been reported. And now the weather. The air is cool and crisp with the lingering scent of winter. Clumps of snow remain heaped on the sides of roads and driveways, rising like icebergs from the thick gray. Sludge. The remnants of snow days and laughter and chaotic, playful wars pushed aside by the necessities of adult life. Crumbling monuments to forgotten innocence, clean and glittering whiteness, stained by time and obligation. But the air is cool and crisp. The wind picks up, swirling in from the north. It is sharp against your skin. Alert, focused, promising. Above, high above, pale, fragile blue. Peaks through the low veil of clouds, thick and gray and heavy with concern. They are moving, creeping across the sky slowly, almost imperceptibly, but definitely like the slumbering breaths of a great beast, like the melting of snow, like time, like a child's progression into adulthood marked out by birthdays and graduations, but in truth, taking place in the quiet, unnoticed moments. Little bits of innocence slipping away between the breaths, replaced by worry and understanding. Like the melting of snow. The wind swirls up from the north. The weather is changing. Everything always is. The clouds creep across the sky One sullen corner Just beginning to give way To hazy gold The first whispered rumor Of the coming night The air is cool and crisp You breathe it in The taste of ozone and static. You shift your feet. The wind swirls up from the north. Chances of rain later in the evening. This just in, a new study shows that you have been loading your dishwasher incorrectly. According to researchers, Glasses and mugs should be placed on the top rack to avoid chipping or cracking, while other dishes should be placed in a circular pattern around the cutlery, those used for vegetables and carbohydrates in the middle, and those used for proteins around the edges. Of course, This is how your mother always told you to do it. She was right. But you'd never tell her so. You should have listened to her. You should have listened to her about so many things. But you were foolish and young and thought yourself above advice. But she was right, and you will never tell her so. You'll quietly change your behavior, and neither of you will comment. Year after year, you'll eat healthier, clean more often, wear more sunscreen, and say nothing. Until one day, she is gone. It is too late. And there will be so many things you never told her. So many mistakes you never admitted to. So many arguments you never apologized for. And you will regret. Every one. You know this. And yet still, you remain silent. And quietly load your dishwasher. Correctly. And now, a word from our sponsors.
2: Hi, this is Jeremy of Jeremy and Sandra's Lawn Care. Wait, I thought my name was first. Well, it's not. Why? Because it sounds weird, okay? I don't think it sounds weird. Sandra and Jeremy. It sounds better. No, no, it doesn't. Like, much better. Your way is weird. Ugh, all right. All right. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Ha! Try. It. Anyway, this is Jeremy of Jeremy and Sandra's Lawn Care. Uh, Jeremy. Don't say it like that. And Sandra's Lawn Care, we care. About lawns. That's right. Mowing, weeding, fertilizing, we do everything. Well, not, not everything. No, not everything, but a lot. We do, like, a lot of stuff. All for $10 an hour. That's less than minimum wage, because there's two of us, so it's, like, $5 each, because math. We even have our mower. We borrowed it from our cousin. Call. Jeff. Our cousin is Jeff. Okay, can I just do this thing, please? Sorry. Call us at 555 lawn Care. That's not the number. Yes, it is. No, it doesn't even have the right number of digits. Yes, it does. No, it's literally too long to be... You know what? Just call her mom, Samantha Freed. She's in the phone book. Are you kidding me? What? Call her mom? That's unprofessional. Well, at least people can find us instead of just trying to call a random number that's not even a possible number. Okay, you know what? This is my thing, all right? And I'm being nice letting you into it. It was my idea. Yeah, but I, like, made it good. You didn't even... I made it good. Oh, right, you know what? Just do the thing. Fine. <clears throat> Jeremy and Sandra. Possibly vice versa. Lawn care. We We care care for for your your lawn. lawn. You're unbelievable. What? Welcome back.
0: And now, a special report. It's been three months since the breakup. Exactly three. Today. Not that I've been counting, but it's been three months. And that is the appropriate amount of time to grieve. To mourn the loss of a person. The loss of the person you hoped they would be. Enough time to neatly pack away that future that once seemed so possible and is now forever out of reach. To forget those dreams, the time and emotion invested, the little secrets, the inside jokes that will never again fall on comprehending ears, the way he smiles when he's nervous, the way she likes to be touched, just behind the ear. Rough fingers, tracing smooth circles. All these things. You spent so much time collecting, learning, building, swept away. Three months is the appropriate amount of time. The acceptable amount. The length of time that can go by before people start making comments. Before your friends start introducing you to their friends, as though belonging to the same species were sufficient foundation for a romance. Before your mother begins calling attention to the unsettling contrast between the slow creep of human relationships, and the oncoming rush of encroaching entropy. You shouldn't wait too long to find somebody, she says casually, in a voice that is not casual at all. You shouldn't wait too long. Three months. That's all you get. So today, I am creating an online dating profile. All right, let's get started. I am looking at a blue screen. On the screen are a series of little white text boxes, each one neatly labeled in white block letters. Okay, let's see. Gender, female, age, 25, body type, human, or at least so I believe. It is possible that I am a particularly imaginative butterfly, probably one that is currently working through some subconscious identity issues. But, for the purposes of this question, I think it is safe to say that I am human. We are all bounded by our perceptions, after all. None of us has access to objective fact— We can only live in the subjective, internal universe of our own minds. If I am a butterfly, if I have dreamed this life for myself, then it is, in my own subjective universe, true. At least for the time being. For as long as this dream, or perhaps this nightmare continues this is real i am human beneath these text boxes is another larger than the others above it are the words i am followed by an ellipses three little dots awaiting a response And now, to the heart of the task, to summarize myself, to give an account of my existence, of my mind, with all its complexities and contradictions. To succinctly describe a being I myself am incapable of fully comprehending all in the hopes of reaching across the infinite distance that separates each human mind across the vast chasm between what we are and what we can communicate, to find the bright, ephemeral flicker of another soul as fleeting and complex and unknowable as my own. I am. Hmm, let's see. I am a daughter, and a sister, and a friend. I host a radio show, of which I am also the producer, and sound designer. And, as I have recently learned, quite possibly sole listener. I enjoy kayaking and Thai food. I am a scholar and an artist, I am a child and a teenager and a grown woman. I have a bachelor's degree in classical literature. I am afraid of change. I am equally afraid of stasis. I am conflicted. And confused. And lonely. I am perpetually haunted by the feeling that I have made some great mistake in life that no one will explain to me. I speak French. I do not speak it well. I am brilliant and creative. I am a being of infinite complexity and infantile simplicity. I am tiny and insignificant, and yet I am unfathomable. I am an illusion, an accident of a statistically infinite universe burdened with the delusion of consciousness, of continuity. Yet, I exist. I think, therefore I am. Meat and matter and biological processes blossoming through some miracle of random chance and uncaring physical laws into an impenetrable labyrinth of interweaving ideas and emotions and amorphous, ever-shifting memory. I am devoid of external meaning, but I am full of internal meaning, of thoughts and feelings that will never be experienced by another human being, a singular, unique life that will never be repeated, and I am over the character limit. Okay, I'm deleting what I just wrote. Let's try this again. I am 25 years old, I like kayaking and Thai food, and I am human. There much more succinct save changes and there we go all done nothing to do but wait i have reached out into the void and i can only wait for someone to reach back i hope they do i hope they like my profile i hope i find someone I hope you find someone, too. Even if you have already found someone, I hope you keep finding them. I hope every day you reach out across the infinite distance that separates each human mind, across the vast chasm between what you are and what you can communicate, and find them. Ephemeral. Fleeting, unknowable, human. And now the credits lie from my mother's basement was created and written by Rihanna Toner. Simone was played by Rihanna Toner. Bastian Ackerman was played by Greg Clem. Jeremy and Sandra were Brenda Santosis and Alina Gregorovich. Music by Daniel Ramey. Special thanks to Matt Barrett, The Baltimore Writing Hour, and, of course, Jacqueline Toner for providing the basement. Hey, want to tell us we're awesome? Want to tell us we're awful? Want to help us be less awful and more awesome by contributing your talents to the show? Email us at mothersbasementradio at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Thanks for listening. See you around.